0: Vodka. Vodka. Vodka, 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 O'Clock Hey everyone, it's Amber Love and you are listening to Vodka O'Clock This is another episode which is a recorded panel from New York Comic Con And it was the Comixology Submit program It was actually called uh, Comixology, the Future of Self-Publishing um, On the panel there was... Josh Bihalkov, Chuck Forsman, Bethany Romero, Ruben Romero, John D. Roberts, who's the founder of Comixology, and it was moderated by Marketing Vice President Chip Mosier. There were some really key points in here in this discussion. If you are interested in the Submit program as an indie creator, uh, you um, definitely, I mean, you need to go research this stuff yourself because the, the terms do change once in a while. Uh, as you may have heard, Amazon bought out Comixology and they insist that they are still autonomous and that they retain their own comics culture. So um, it was a really positive and, and uplifting discussion panel to sit through. I mean, even poor Josh Bialkov was very sick. And um, even just listening to his story, though, about how he's been published everywhere from Marvel, DC, IDW, Arcane, Boom. Like, he's extremely successful. And he got rejected. And turned to the Comixology Submit program. So these are the kinds of stories that I think indie creators really should listen to and talk to each other and network with each other because it can get very um, depressing. <laughs> so many, You know, you need to learn to, to handle the rejection and, you know, just find find a different path to get your story out there. So the Comixology Submit program is one of those ways. I, I know several people who have used it, and it, I, I think it's an incredible outlet to reach an audience that just offering your files on your own website would never do for you. So um, give this a listen. And of course, you know, you can send your feedback to me. I'm on Twitter at Elizabeth Amber. And um, I I know that the Comixology staff is extremely responsive. Anytime I've had a, a problem with just purchases, they get back to me immediately so, um, you know, things that I thought would take days to resolve, they, they've <laughs> resolved in a matter of hours. So uh, it's definitely something that impressed me greatly from when they first launched and I was scared to death of digital comics. <laughs> so um, if you're like me, then, um, you know, perhaps the tide has turned and you've, uh, you know, seen what the experience can be like.
1: Welcome to Comicsology Submit, the future of self-publishing panel. Thank you for coming. So I'm going to introduce myself and the panelists in this presentation. We're going to go through a couple of uh, uh, things about the Comicsology Submit platform, and then we're going to go back to the panelists and talk to them about their experiences with Submit. On my very, very, very far left. Right. So man that. who <laughs> needs no. Right? Oh. You're other mm. Already left. failed.
2: They're left, you're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anyway, Joshua Fialco, man who needs no introduction. What? introduction, <laughs> We can introduce you later. <laughs> Don't start with me Mr. To Joshua's, hang on, I have a left-right problem. Hang on. Is it My it left. My to Joshua's left, left. <laughs> I have Charles Forsman, publisher of Oily Comics and uh, T-E-O-F-T-W. Uh, that has been published by Penny Books. Yep. It's a bestseller, I believe. Well, they're out of so them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Charles, I believe you can say the full title. I, I don't think I I'm um, to. am allowed I'm I it. Is, is there anyone under 18 here? Yes. Okay, please this, go. It's the end of the something we <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And then we have uh, Bethany and Ruben Romero, writers and of, co-creators of, of the agency.
3: Hi,
2: everyone.
1: And then John E. Roberts, who's a co-founder of Comixology and director of Comixology Smith. people in, he, in the audience who are familiar with Comixology Smith before coming to this panel? How many people are not familiar with Comicsology Smith? Well? So Comixology Smith is Comixology's self-publishing platform. Uh, it's a platform where you can take your finished work, your comic, graphic novel, or manga, upload it uh, to our platform. We curate your work for uh, quality, uh, both file uh, quality and content. Uh, it's a five-year contract. It's a 50-50 profit split uh, that's not exclusive. And that was the uh, little commercial that we did with uh, Shannon Wheeler, the creator of Much Coffee Man. Uh, and this is what uh, submit.comiXology.com uh, looks like. We uh, premiered and debuted uh, Comicsology Submit at South by Southwest in 2013. Uh, and since its inception, we've put up 2,000. Uh, comics, scrap novels, and manga on our platform with over 100,000 uh, pages released. Uh, we have uh, works from 33 countries and six out of three, seven comics. <coughs> oh, sorry. any glasses. Uh, we're waiting for a submission from uh, from Antarctica. <laughs> who's who's to Antarctica for <laughs> <laughs> us? Um,
3: we got one. We <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so far in 2014, uh Comixology Smith uh, on the Comicsology platform is number three in overall content released, number five in all downloads of content released, and number ten in gross revenue. And uh, recently we passed one million downloads of Comicsology Smith titles. Whoa. When you submit your work and get accepted through Comicsology, we feature you on our uh, on our feature page. We uh, send out review copies to select uh, people in the press, and this year we've done three bundles aggregating uh, eighty to one hundred books from the Smith Program and offering them uh, for ten dollars. It's been very successful for us. We started doing this at, at South by Southwest at the one-year anniversary. We can uh, continue uh, to do this again at uh, Comic-Con International this past July and recently at SBX, we did a bundle uh, that was also wildly successful. So who here uh, is interested in, uh, in creating comics or is currently creating comics? And who here wants to put those comics up on Comicsology? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, so why don't we start with uh, Josh,
2: what? who's uh, uh, the John, I am so sick. I want everyone to know that all my behaviors are not be taken for anything. I'm really sick, so if I stop Did you mind, take any cold medicine? I did, i and not taking sleepy time, which is a unfortunate because my god, did I need sleepy time. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. Go
1: ahead, Jeff. What did you want to ask me, Jim? <laughs> so, The Bunker. <laughs> yeah, I knew <do> that <laughs> So, you uh, co created with uh, Joe Infernari. Mm-hmm. There you go, perfect. And debut.com, uh, on i debuted, uh, in 2013. It yeah. did. I believe uh, issues one through five uh, mm-hmm. made up our
2: bestseller. Yes. I believe it was five in the top ten. Yes. <laughs> and so. I went to the question, Jim. Why did you choose to
1: put the booker on the console?
2: Mm So I've been making comics for for my 14th year making comics, Um, and I've done uh, I've done graphic novels that self-published. I've worked for Random House, publisher graphic novel of mine, uh, uh, Marvel, DC, uh, Arkea, Boom, IDW. I've worked for everybody, Um, and you know I do work that's sort of outside the purview of a lot of publishers I do odd stuff, I do complex stuff. And um, bunker is a project that Joe and I, you know, we created it together and we were in love with it. Like we really, it just was so exciting to us. And we would pitch it, uh, we pitched it to a bunch of publishers. Um, and both Joe and I both have Eisner nominations, we both have Harvey Award nominations. Um, and, you know, we have track records, so we can been selling books for each of us for more than a decade. And um, one particular publisher, who will remain nameless, uh, we pitched them Bunker. And the response that came back was, um, there's no audience for a book this smart." <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got really, really, really on mad. Like, I was made up of the smartest people in the world just by nature of the fact that we read. Like just by reading we're like way oh, above every like normal people. <laughs> so to say that uh, to say that there's no audience, it, it like literally, we stopped talking to publishers. Like I was so mad that I was like, I'm gonna show you because I'm gonna do this myself. Like I'm Joe and I are gonna put together our limited resources and we're gonna put this out into the world and we're gonna show you that there's no. And so while we were doing that, it was, you know, submitted, just started, and it was sort of a gaming scheme, and, you know, so we decided, we talked about it, and what we decided to do is we were going to release it digitally ourselves, and then also, like, so we did PDF downloads on our own site, um, and through comics And um, so, obviously, the, there was two results from that. One is we self-published it, which led to a 4 bidding war for the, for the television rights. Literally, we had people fighting with each other and like lined up and forth with printed. So, like, that's something that happened because of, of the book that everyone take a chance on, and it happened because we controlled it and because it was our book. So, we didn't have a publisher saying, Well, I'm going to be the executive producer, despite having nothing to do with the book before Hollywood at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got to actually have the power to control it. And number two, because we put it into the market, we got to show people like there is a market. You know, we very quickly became uh, The the week it came out, I'm really rambling, I'm sorry. The week it came out, um, I was writing uh, an event for Marvel called Hunger, which is Galactus eating the ultimate universe, which when you hear it, that sounds awesome. It's so (laughs) cool. I want to read that book. Um, That's Rick James. He goes to um, Shake Shack. Anyway. um, But so that, that book came out the same day same week with honker. And if you look at the comicsology top 10, uh hunger was number five or number four, and hunger was number six. And I literally had it, it was like, I remember I called Chip and I said, like, I've been doing this wrong. Like why have I been wasting my time working for other people when I could be working just as hard for me and I actually benefited. You know, so all that hard work and all the fighting and everything we did, like my life is so much better because of that. Whereas like I worked for Marlon DC for five years and like a good thing, paid my mortgage, paid my bills. But like by focusing on myself, by using the resources that Comicsology of offers, like I got to build the career that I wanted instead of the career that you're giving.
1: Because the career that you're giving is never the career so, Josh, I, I believe the panel. I'm sorry, what was the question, <laughs> 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 I believe the panel at Long <laughs> okay, We did a couple weeks ago, I think you succinctly wrapped it up as
2: Comicsology Submit changed your life. Did okay. I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the chipset. I'm putting it on the website. Whether it's your name. You have a picture of me smiling. So, uh, Chuck,
1: can you tell us a little bit about Oily Comics It's your... Um, uh, it's uh, the word that's. Micropress, is yeah. that what they call it? Yeah, that's the word that's. That it's and you're a cartoonist word. yourself that yeah. ha- that publishes oily comics, publishes other people's work through your micropress. Yeah. yeah. So so I, I, I went to
3: the Center for Cartoon Studies, and their uh, the whole curriculum about self publishing and making publications and doing it by like the whole, whole thing. Um, so I came out of there self publishing. 2007, so I've been doing that. Um, and, uh, and about two years ago, I started Oily comics. I started doing serializing this little mini comic, the end of the something world. And um, the reaction I got was really big. Um, so I, that made me start Oily comics. I asked my friends, you know, all these artists that I love. Uh, I figured I could make, uh, I could get people to see them. Since more eyes were coming to me, I wanted to, to to have my friends uh, get those eyeballs too. Um, and so that's what I do. I, I do my own comics, and I, and I publish my friends. And they're all like um, printed in my house, and I, I fold every single one of them. <laughs> uh, and, the um, and, uh, and then Submit so came along. Like I got a tablet, and that changed my view of digital comics. I didn't. I wasn't against them or anything. I Yeah. Um, and they they I mean, they do great work. They get them in of shops. Um, so for me, I'm interested in, in crossing over into a different audience. So for me, submit was like a great way for me to be
1: uh, to get my books in front of a different eyeballs that have never seen that book. Um, and we have a ton of your books in the SBX bubble. A ton yeah, of your yeah. books. And, and have you have you gotten one of
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard it mentioned on you know some of the books mentioned on podcasts and stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the artists are getting getting emails and stuff, but yeah, yeah, I always get reactions from people like, you know, like sending me and saying, like, "Well, this is amazing, and this stuff." So, so it's good. I, I think it's you know I'm probably not selling a ton of books, but it's you know, it's getting in front of new people, which excites me. And then uh,
1: one of the oily books that I really like is uh, Tell God. To
4: Well, the agency is essentially Harry Potter meets Mission Impossible minus the wands. So, our government has created an agency called the International Agency of Magic to kind of combat magical terrorists. So, we have a, a different situation. We, you know, unlike these prestigious gentlemen with these elaborate, wonderful careers, I think it's important to kind of reiterate to everyone in the audience that doesn't have that tra- sorry that training or that background that you can still submit on Comixology. It's still available to everybody out here that just wants to put their story out there like we did. Um, three years ago we came up with the idea to put this book out there. We tried and tried again very many times to make sure that the book was to the level that we wanted it to be as far as artwork and story we went back to the drawing board many times. And we were actually lucky enough to have a publisher that gave us the opportunity to publish the book. but. We felt like again like he was saying that we we might as well do it on our own and just kind of see what's out there because nobody's going to put the love into your book like you are. So if you don't have all of these great opportunities or all this lengthy career, you can still put your story out there by submit, you know, through Comicsology. It is a wonderful, wonderful platform that gives, you know, independent comic creators that avenue to put be able to to put their books out there for the entire United States and more
5: to see something that you would've never been able to do. Yeah, right, I mean, like she said like she mentioned, you know, we, we don't have you know, 14, 15 years in the industry. We started off as screenplay writers, and unfortunately our imaginations don't let us write independent movies, you know, 500 Days of Summer, you know, quirky love stories, stuff like that. We just, we think really outside of the box and, um, and just big budget type of deal, and we just thought, what a better way to move, you know? What a medium, what a better medium to use than comic books to tell our stories. And unfortunately, uh, you know, we did have, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to have a publisher who said this story is great. I want to put it out there. Uh, but once we started doing that, it just didn't feel like they were putting the right amount of love and attention into it. And you know, Comicology submitted really did give us the platform to do that. Really gave us, you know, the opportunity to not only put it out there to get it in front of eyeballs that would have never seen, it. Uh, but also just making sure that you are the, giving them the the right amount of work, you know, the, 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 the quality of work that should be, putting, be put out there. So not only do they give you the opportunity, but they make sure that you know the <coughs> property is up to standard.
4: Yeah, that's one thing that I will have there. It's not I mean, I'm sure every publisher or opportunity like that is selective. But the best part that I've experienced with Comixology is that their critique is constructive criticism to improve your viewers' experience. So everybody thinks their own book is great. That's, if you don't, don't write your book. You know what I mean? So I think the important thing is that they give you the feedback that the audience is going to get to improve so that you can put the best possible product out. There. I think that that's amazing. That's something that we did not get from anyone else. It kind of felt like, okay, we will put your book out, there, the artwork is great. Whatever happens happens, but I think that they really nurture the writers and the audience so that both people have the best possible experience.
2: On the note, John. Yes. Creator told me that he has had the book in print for 10 years and we were the first person, first people to ever catch one of his uh, misspelled words. Um, you know, it's it's all about making sure that, that, you know, I mean, because honestly, you guys are sitting next to, you know, professor, you know, big game publishers like Marvel DC Image. and we want to make sure that you, you have as much chance as they do. And if we're just taking like your heavily artifacted and pixelated books and putting them up, that's not doing you. Any good, and it's not doing us any good, and the consumers are not going to get it at all. And
1: John, what's the what's the big big stumbling uh, Biggest stumbling point that, that that you come across in the curation process that that, uh, that hinders people's uh, books from coming out in a timely manner?
2: So production issues, primarily artifacting and pixelation, uh, and then there are some other ones. That are, are the biggest problems that we have? Adobe Acrobat. Uh, the default settings of Adobe Acrobat for TIFF files compresses the images so poorly that if you simply use the default settings of Acrobat, you produce a PDF file you cannot use. Um, so we have some settings on the website that, uh, that help you change that. Um, you know, when you submit your book, we, we point out these issues, we give you advice on how to fix them. Uh, another issue that we have is that people like to take open up InDesign use the default 8.5 by 11 uh, setting, and they stick their comic right in the center of it. And what that does is it produces a comic that has a huge white frame around it, uh, which looks horrible. Um, so there are a lot of things that, uh, you know, we're working very hard to like, streamline the process. Uh, we're working hard on getting uh, right feedback. we recently upgraded our, our systems to help us communicate that better. People so that we can get them in and out faster. We just recently upgraded, uh, updated our FAQ with information on how best to handle these situations. Um, you know, because the idea is like we want you to feel like this is a good experience, we want you to feel like you know you're getting what you need. Um, so you know, we recognize these, these are problems, and you know, we just want to make sure that we're presenting your content in the best light. So that's
1: not something that customer the, the upgrades that they have they rolled out for submit this week is not something to be service to the customer no, that's the something that for the creators using the system
2: uh, it's, it's more for the review process yeah, there, we've added updated some of the like we recently updated our uh, financial information one of the benefits that we had with uh, with our acquisition by Amazon is that we i You know, submit is a big thing for us. It's a big thing for Amazon, so we want to make sure that we're making this the best experience possible. So, you know, the the average uh, with the average turnaround time for a, a comic for most comics is uh, six to eight weeks. If there are problems with, uh, with your PDF file, that'll slow things down. So your mare- mileage may vary. Um, but you know. We
4: did. Um, our first issue, like you said, we did have the white margins around it. There's a lot of learning curve that comes with, especially digital publishing. When you print something, you think it's perfect, but it's not. This it doesn't translate the same way in a digital platform. So you do have to take those things into consideration. And I, you know, like I said before, they're very helpful in the critique to to make those changes. So we did experience some issues. When we first submitted, that we were able to correct and still get our book out there on time at the same
2: release date that we were aiming for. I, I should point out something that you mentioned. One of the things that so there's a huge difference between print comics and digital comics. When you get to the end of a print comic, it's very obvious that it has ended. When you get to the end of a digital comic, especially if the final panel is a little bit vague, it's not as obvious that the comic has ended, and, in, and because it's digital. It's Some people may think that, wait, this is broken, I'm missing the rest of the story. Uh, So one of the things that we have to push back on is making it obvious that the story is over by adding like a to be continued or or putting a a page at the end that that clearly indicates that that the story has ended. Um, Because you know, in digital, with all of the technical glitches you can have, like when someone ends on this like, Files not JPEGs, preferably with the uh, lettering layer in a vector format and not merged and rasterized with the TIP file. What you should do is do a pro tip. Um, how do people who know what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a funny, it's a funny byproduct of comics um, because they are really easy to do by yourself. Like it's not super hard to do, so people tend to think like, well, I'll save money and do it myself. Um, but here's the thing: is that you can get You don't have to think about it. So, are there resources for that that you'd recommend, Josh? Sure, there's Digital Web any. Um You can also look around. Uh, I recommend looking at books that you like, um, small press books specifically, and looking for people who work on them, because usually they will have least a Google account, if not also an email address, where you can email them. And uh, the thing about comics that's really cool is we're all pretty nice. <laughs> um, so you can just walk up to us and say, hey, letters and we will think, hmm, who do I know who needs work and we will give them to you? And they won't use
4: comic sans. they won't use comic sans. Uh Bethany, you were going to talk about that? Oh no, that's what we do also. Our color actually resizes all of our files because I'm not sure if a lot of you are very computer savvy. If you are, the best of luck to you guys, good for you. We're not so much, so we, you, exactly, <laughs> you write all the stories, all the explosions and the magical stuff is fun. But when it comes to making, you know, everything that you just said about EDFs, and we get a little bit lost, so do utilize your resources if you have them available to you.
1: And we do have a microphone over there. Any Any of y'all want to stand oh, up? killing joke after you other suddenly what works. Um alpha mentioned. Yeah. Next question. So who said that there's
2: Your content it is a non-exclusive contract, which means that you are free to go anywhere else that you would like to distribute. Um, some of the benefits that I should have mentioned earlier is that we, you know, we promote, submit books on the on homepage, we su- there's a dedicated uh, submit page, we're also working on new features, we have a newsletter, in the, the weekly newsletter we submit, uh, we feature submit titles, we have a monthly dedicated newsletter, talking about the best of Smith, that comes out every month. We provide review copies to press uh, websites uh, the week prior to the book coming out so that um, they can reviewed. some of the sites that we are uh, um, IGN, their Fantafix uh, blog does weekly reviews. And um Dream, Dream uh, comics.co.uk also does weekly reviews. They also like to stalk Submit creators, um, so we, that's a benefit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that like. No, in a good yeah. way. Yeah, in, in, in a good way, way. 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 And what's yeah. the hashtag that you use? Oh, uh, the hashtag is uh, CX Submit. Yeah, every week uh, for all of the submit creators, we send out an email that provides the submit creators with a lot of information, uh, a unique URL that you can use to promote your book, as well as um, uh, a sample tweet and. Some how you can actually promote your book on social
5: media. Yeah, don't let the, the five-year contract that, that never kind of scare you. Don't, you know, don't think, oh my god, this is such a huge task, big, large amount, I got to plan. I mean, they're really there for you. I mean, we're not just saying that because we're part of the Comicsology Submit team, or the Submit, but we're saying it because we're independent creators who really didn't know what we were doing. We were a lot like you last year, sitting outside, you know, and looking in, saying, I want to create a comic book. And because of them, been able to build uh, an Instagram audience, a Twitter audience, uh, and you know they, they really, you know, step by step, they're there for you. So again, the five year contract, you know, that's not such a big deal. It's more about just focusing on your story, making it the best it can be and then getting it up on there so that Commissology can help you, you know, take those next steps. Next question. Yeah, I wanted to ask Can you speak up please? <laughs> I want to ask that. Do you guys copyright our, our work and protect it, or do we have to do that before we submit?
2: Uh, you would have to do it yourself. We, um, again, it's, the, it's a five-year non-exclusive uh, contract. We take absolutely no rights whatsoever, which is one of the things that Josh liked. Um, you know, because you're free to do whatever you want. Uh, all trademarks and copyrights, you know, you have to maintain yourself. Um, there's...
1: on your social channels, your, your, you, know, you can let your friends know. Uh, we have a carousel on the front page of our website where we feature the Comixology Submit books. We have an email that goes out uh, every week. We have an email that goes out uh, monthly. We have um, we have review copies that we send out of all the books going out every week.
2: The, uh, uh, we also include all of the submit books in the new releases category on the website. So when you're in there with everything else, uh the book is day and date, and you get to appear in the day and date book. I mean the day. Date s- date? How many subscribers do you have currently? Uh-huh. A lot. <laughs> 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 well, ten thousand or hundred thousand? So how's that the word? When we did our
1: see how many questions
2: get to see like you know uh, sales reports until like you know the quarter is that true is there any intention to change that oh that there's every intention to change it but that is true at the moment uh the sales reports go out um when with payments which is quarterly net 45 but just know this is probably our most requested functional uh, functional request so we will be addressing it and, and the other and question you have and is every, every yeah. My other question was: Ever since you were purchased by Amazon, like, uh, how much longer are you going to stay, you know, uh, completely separate from, or are they going to absorb you and then use your technology for Kindle? Uh, I mean, we're, we're, you know.
0: Source story. Like, I wanted to do a collection of comics, like one shots of series of
2: like forgotten fairy tales, for example. Well, there's, yeah, that um, did a, has done two volumes of cautionary fables, like, uh, you know, uh, fairy tales from Europe and Africa. I mean, it's all public domain stuff, so I think that's fine. No issues mm-hmm. with that. So, do you think, just a question back for you do you have a tablet?
3: Do you have a tablet?
1: page week as they do with web comics and if now
2: there that regard? that that's a really tricky situation it's it's not one that we really have an answer for I mean it's it's so you have this web comic John, could you repeat the question yeah. sorry the question is in regards to web comics should you continue creating your web comics or you should you just distribute completely <coughs> Yeah, right? Or starting out. Or starting out. And it's difficult because um, you know people like free stuff. So uh, you know, if you were giving it away for 42 seconds. Uh, real quick, Josh touched on this. Um, do you have a resource for people, like an artist who can't write or writers who can't draw? Do you have any place to link people up? Or is
1: that more like, I know there's resources out there, there's people on the floor that we. That's your job. That's
2: your job. Right. Cool.
1: One website that I
2: particularly like for that is
1: digitalwebbing.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nice to meet you. I'll question in 30 seconds, um, what sort of control over a revenue stream does the creator um, sort of retain, like especially in um, terms of like bundle
4: sales and things like that? Um, can you choose not to participate in those? Because obviously that would affect your profits. So. You- mm-hmm. I, if I
2: understand the question correctly, you're asking... I think-